Welcome back, everyone, to the Captain's Quadrant, where myself and the two Jasons dive deep into Star Trek shows for your entertainment pleasure and to probably catch things that you might have missed, including myself. They might capture something that I've missed and have filled me in on the gag. And that's why we come here together every week, every Thursday. If you're new to the channel, please like, share, and subscribe. It's super important. It helps us in a long, long way, more than you know. Gentlemen, how are you both? I'm living the dream. I see that in the darkness. You're oh, Star Trek into darkness. There we are. <laughs> oh, there we go. Welcome to the light. And uh, Jay, how you doing? Mate, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, just to follow up from last week, we found our dog, which is oh. amazing. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, we're thrilled about that, of course. Congrats, so, man. Uh, happy. Yeah, I mean, he was the neighborhood favorite dog, and all oh. the neighbors love him. You know, In fact, right now, a neighbor's looking after him. You'll get to see Pip. <gasps> ah, isn't he adorable? Yeah. <laughs> he's very That's friendly. Much. Yeah, yes. he's a he's a big guy. Uh, he's yeah. a lot bigger than I anticipated. <laughs> big, big, slobbery, sweet dog. Yeah, he's he was a only... lovable dog. He just he wants was... to give kisses with his teeth. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, big old, <laughs> big old shiny kisses. Yes. Um, we've got good news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we oh, doing dear. already? Oh dear! <laughs> Two minutes and the show's already just just <laughs> crashing and burning. All right, let's uh, go. Let's hop into first contact. First contact, here we go. Thanks. We're from dog mauling to fart jokes. This is a hey, great show. We are a high <laughs> class establishment. Is. With we We're are. setting the bar. We're setting we the bar. We are. We are. <laughs> All right. So we are jumping into the second half of the first season of Prodigy. This is the third episode of yeah. the second half. A lot of fun. I thought this had a really nice connection to the original series. So much so, <laughs> uh, I am wearing my original series threads. All right, nobody else. Very there. nice, very oh, nice. Well, yeah, I, yeah, no, uh, yeah, very somebody nice. clap for him. Just yeah, yeah thank yeah. you. I, okay, I need those, those little things to help me go. Yes, yeah, look, I've got original Kirk here. Yeah, you got Kirk in the, the, in the background. The, the OG, so, you got the yeah. OG, and I've got the D, so we're all good. Um, please, I'm us. in the phantom zone, so <laughs> yeah, we're all <laughs> yeah, that's right. I will get you, Joel. What's <laughs> <laughs> Zod like to share the uh, phantom zone with? Like, yeah, it would be an annoying roommate for all that time. Oh, you know, well, at least non kept quiet, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, what did you guys think? Uh, we'll start with Jay. What did you think of the episode? Oh, it was fun, wasn't it? It was, yeah. it was a really fun throwback kind of episode. I mean, like, there's some real laugh out, out loud moments, I thought, especially with them not quite understanding Starfleet. Everything's just slightly off. Right. Um, and which is, which is wonderful, you know, from the, from the gallo to the, was it Spork? Yes, yeah, Spork. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. Yeah, Suru, yeah, they did a lot of Just little bits. Everything to like my my. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, my my. Yeah, so there's a lot of fun to be had. I thought this was good, and it's uh, it's it's really uh, you know it's it's one about like 
again, it's the discovery of the main character trying to see that he's up to being a leader, you know, right. that he's worthy. I think that's what part of that episode, this episode too is him finding out whether he's worthy or not to wear the uniform. But right, yeah, I had a good time. I had a great time. It was fantastic. Uh, I really liked the throw, like all the little details in the throwbacks to the original series, uh, aside from all their makeshift uniforms, because you could see it was all stitched together of different cloths, mm. which I thought was brilliant. And I really enjoyed how they um, all started to emulate. Captain Kirk. Ah, I am Tiberius, <laughs> named after my hero, Captain Kirk. It was like, even the movements and everything it was brilliant, brilliant. Live long and prosper. What did you think? <laughs> well, I thought this was just absolutely just delightful from beginning to end. I kind of thought that the episode was making fun of like cosplayers for a while, and I thought, well, this is kind of kind of rude. But then, as the episode went on, I saw that they were drawing a parallel between Dal and his crew, and these, uh, I guess you'd call them, Wish brand, you know, Starfleet officers on the on the surface of this planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just you know, showing that anyone with enough want could be Starfleet. Yeah, And I think that that was kind of the kick in the pants that these characters needed, quite frankly, because they are very low going into this episode. And as they leave, they are inspired once again. And so are the residents of this planet. They are once again inspired. And, you know, maybe in 20, 30 years, they'll be, you know, having Dal cosplayers on, Rob, on this planet. I think that's yes. going to happen. And but, Pog. But, and, uh, it was Pog. Oh, Pog. I, I like Jankum's uh, arc in this story as well showing him becoming brave yeah and what what makes him brave is fixing that which is broken which sounds awfully familiar mm -hmm. well i'm gonna throw to some comments because we got a lot of friends here and i'm oh, so yes. excited to see them all including cosmic mom hi mom cosmic space mom cosmic on? space mom yes yes how are you and then uh, our good friend Nita, what's up? Hello, Nita. Hi, Nita. Uh, and our good friend Anna is here. Anna, these, high quality Hi, fart Anna. content. Hello. Yes. <laughs> uh, I can't promise you it's going to get much better than this. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we can promise you it won't. Yeah, we're we're going to take a very low <laughs> bar here. Uh, Nita agreed with us that it was so good this episode. The quality writing is very good. Yes, it um, it was kind of. It was kind of self-referential without being annoying, and it was a gentle, a gentle slap on the face to Trek, and not just like a you know backhand to it. I, I thought they walked a very, a very thin, well-written line. I agree. I agree. Exactly what I was going to say. They've, this was a balancing act. This was them on the high wire, making sure they don't fall into over parody or camp. Right. Yes. I keep it going where they kind of because at one point you know I'm thinking. Oh, does this uh, basically mean that it's um, they're watching old episodes of Star Trek? What are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. I was uh, curious where they were going with this. Yeah, because they were doing Kirk like a parody of Kirk. Right. It was, yeah. So, but yeah. Aww. And, yeah, and I want Space Mom. Space Mom, loving you guys. Let me tell you. Aww. Uh, I'm gonna break the fourth wall here and say. 
My mom often talks about you guys as much as she talks about our puppy. <laughs> I'm up there on the same level with the you're, puppy. You're on the, you yes. guys, both of you are on the same level. She's like, oh, how's your friends in Australia? And how's the Jasons? And the... So she's always very excited. We, we like the puppy. Well, I'll speak for myself. Me like the puppy does occasionally leave a mess on the floor. But... Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> I I like being referred to as the Jasons because it makes us feel like it makes me feel like you know the the pair of evil you know the the evil twins in teen movies you know look out here comes the Jasons and we're just walking down the hallway just yeah get out of the way <laughs> we'll be like the Cray brothers we'll reenact that meme when one of them's kind of dancing the other one <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <Yeah>. Jasons <laughs> uh, there you and. Go. I love that Kirk invitation. That was on point. Yes. Was, oh, I was, love it. It was exaggerated, but it was definitely on point. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Do you think what Shatner knows about in? this episode yet? Mm, he's 90 something. Yeah, but I mean, do you think anybody's told him yet? Like, you know, hey, you should you should watch this cartoon. Now, why should I watch a cartoon? Do you know <laughs> who I am? I am William Shatner. <laughs> William Shatner has no time for television. <laughs> <laughs> all right let us move on to episode i do not talk like that no it's working yes having problems my end technically but he's there we go all right uh star trek prodigy season one episode 13 when the crew attempts to secure transport to the federation they unwittingly what What's that? What? What? What's that? What is oh, when the crew attempt? What? That's uh, not I, the episode summary. That is not. No, definitely not. Summary again. Again. <laughs> I've got them all out of order. <laughs> so embarrassing. This has been happening like about third time in a row. For some reason, I cannot get the synopsis. <laughs> We're gonna have to sum it up ourselves, uh, here, boys. Okay. All right. In the summary of this episode, <laughs> the crew come to a planet where everyone like talks just like this, <laughs> and they must save them from a horrible disease. My, my. My, my. <laughs> the synopsis is, is like the planet. It's just slightly off. It's, it's, just, <laughs> yeah. it's in the right concept. It's just slightly off. I mean, oh, I <laughs> Oh, All right, well, we got some good love. Looper moments are awesome, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I won't lose any. I'm, I'm not in charge of anything, so oh, my light just yeah. went out. They're go. not paying me, so Here we go. I don't care. <laughs> so here's a good question. Was it actually George Takei? I don't think so. It was no. pretty close, though. It I would say his close. voice was pretty close. Actually, they were all pretty close. They yeah. were. They Took were. out very much. I was wondering that, too, Nita. It sounded just Bye, bye. Is is yeah. it me? Is it George Takei or is it George Takei? We would have heard about it, I think. If they were in it, we would have heard about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. Especially Shatner. They would have definitely yeah. been like, oh my God, it's Shatner. You know. Yep. Where am I? What show is this? Yep. <laughs> Do you I, know I'm... who I am? <laughs> <laughs> Let us jump into pros and cons. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. All so right, that's a description of our synopsis. <laughs> yeah, maybe good or maybe she <laughs> don't know. Oh man, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna 
I know this is <laughs> off character, but this is kind of funny. Uh, does Texting Jason need to go fund me for his electrical? Oh, do y'all, y'all want to see the? Do y'all want to see what's going on right now? I'm in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to yeah. get that, that which bit is out of the way. which is not any less creepy. That's fine. No, 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 pretty no, creepy. No, no, no. But I just also, wanted to take a quick second to thank the dedication of Jason to being on. <laughs> he's he's out yeah. supporting his son and took a moment. To make sure that he was on the captain's quadrant. We, That's we, we pretty exciting, isn't it? Bravo, Bravo. I'm Bravo. giving you a I'm, yeah. I'm a Thank terrible you. father. Thank you. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> We're like your surrogate kids, right? Yeah. Well, I'm actually, I'm actually watching his game from here, like through there the window. Go. So if every now and again I go, 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 go. That's because my <laughs> yeah. son is like, what? Uh, all right. There we go. <laughs> all right. So since uh, before your son jumps into the great moment of the football game, <laughs> what are your pros and cons? Oh, my pros and cons. Well, Pros was it was a I, I I actually hate this this uh, thing I'm about to say, but it was a love letter. There's no other way to it. It was a love letter to Star Trek. It was a love letter to the fans, and it was a love letter to the crew of of uh, the Proto Star. I thought it was very well written. It was the tightrope. They walked it beautifully, and the log left by the ensign, who was apparently left behind by the Enterprise. Kirk, what have you done? Um. I thought it was very well written and it was such a great moment as the protostar is swooping in to save everybody. This long dead ensign's log is playing over it. I just, I loved that so much yes. as, as for a con, this is going to be very nitpicky of me, okay. but I don't like the way that prodigy is playing fast and loose with locations. Because it mm. seems like the entire galaxy is met is all mixed up in this episode. We've got you know we've got the Kazon one episode, we got the Ferengi and the Klingons one episode. They're all supposed to be in the Delta Quadrant, and now we've come across a planet where Kirk dropped by a hundred years ago. Yeah, where the heck are we? Yeah, yeah that's a good yeah. point. Now the 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 Proto Star definitely has the capability of going across the galaxy in a day or two, but at least like tell us that that's what they did or something. I don't know. I, I just thought I find it very jarring and I know that's nitpicky. That's probably not very fair of me because this is a kid's show and it is all in good fun, but I just wish there was more structure continuity. to structure and continuity. I, I, yes. I do wonder Jason, because this has happened before in other shows, whether yes. this is an episode that was meant for a later date. Mm. Could be. And that's why we have geographical issues because it sounds such a, a, a what you and I didn't pick up on it, but now you're explaining it. It is a very jarring, obvious thing for them not to pick up. Surely, yeah. And, you know, it could it could have been solved with a little simple, you know, block of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. That this the Enterprise was sucked through a wormhole yeah. and ended up, you know, thousands of light years off course, and they stopped here and then went back through the wormhole to go home. That would have solved any kind of continuity problems. But, you know, I don't know. And and I know they're doing this to bring in new new fans. I know they don't want to blog that they don't want to bog down the fans with a lot of uh continuity and history and everything. But guys, the, the old fans are here too, and we we want some love. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right, Jay, your pros and cons. Uh, well, the pros are probably described earlier. It is, it, and Jason's right. It is a love letter. It's it's a harken back. It is for the older kind of generation to, to have a bit of a smile at. Um, 
it does feel like a filler episode, and I mean that in a positive way. It doesn't feel like it's an episode that's really driving the overall narrative forward a lot, except for the end bit, which is a pro. Mm. Uh, the the mirth, basically yeah. now. The metamorphosis. Yes. Metamorphosis. I was trying to think of a word for that, but that is perfect. The metamorphosis. Yeah. Um, of of yeah of Murph, so which is pretty exciting to what what uh, it's going to become. Right. You know? I'm I'm kind of thinking that maybe the whole changeling thing has a little bit more. I don't know. Legs. Legs to it. Yes. Maybe Even he's going to grow some legs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's going to grow legs. Yeah. Okay. That's no, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. I don't no, know. but what's to say? Um, you know, the, the that weapon has some sort of impact on what's happening right now. We don't know. Quite possibly. Yeah, okay. because everything Murph's getting sick right around with the weapons. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, Jay. So I think mm. something might. You know. Yeah, might but, but what can you say? I don't really have a lot of negative about it. I mean, from a story point of view. Like I said, it, it maybe not push the overall season story. arc along, right. but mm. a lot, but still, I, I had a good time with it. I... I really wish we have an, an, an interrogation episode, though, that opening shot that we had. Yes. Yes, with Janeway and the Diviner. The Diviner, yeah. Yeah, like, I would have loved to have seen a whole episode on interrogation of that. Because I feel Janeway, it's like, if she doesn't already sniff something, it, it can't be long. Right. Someone of her caliber and her nows would pick up on something is quite off. There. I hope so because they're really running the risk of making actual Janeway look kind of incompetent if she doesn't. Yeah. yeah and we can't have that. That they would never no. do. She would not allow that. The um the actress would never allow that to happen. I don't so, yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think Why she's gonna pros be like, and cons, Yeah. I think she's gonna be like, wait a minute, a minute ago you said you were saying something about prodigy, it's your prodigy. Why are you calling it your prodigy? She's gonna be like, This something's not adding up. And then he's going to take over the ship. Yeah, John Noble. <laughs> yeah, but then, uh, I don't want that either. I mean, that, that's what's going to be fascinating. What do they do when he does reveal himself? Right. Uh, with that, with Janeway. Because I think anything he's... less than Janeway having the upper hand in most situations, I don't know if I feel comfortable with that at this point because we haven't spent enough time with Janeway over the last few years to be ready for that, for her to fail yet. I right. would not want to be you the diviner whenever she board. finds him out because she's, you know, she's going to be grumpy and without coffee. So that is that is like a Tuvix situation you right would there. Think she's she's going to take care of it. Yeah, she's going to take care of the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for the the only con for me was um, the leaking nacelle. It's been leaking for a hundred years. If it's been dripping in the same pool that's been exploding, that sh probably should have happened a long time ago. Uh, it, the, yeah. the shelf life, like uh, things degrade, and you know, I think all the ships are supposed to be titanium. But if titanium gets hit with acid, as we've seen in the alien saga, it would burn through and the stuff would leak out a lot faster and it would be poof by people. But it might be a low grade acid, maybe. Maybe. All right, we'll go with that. We'll go. That was my only con. Right, my, <laughs> my big pros was seeing the protostar come through the planet to save the day at the end. Look gorgeous, didn't it? It looks so oh, cool. with the with the classic Enterprise bridge. Yeah, plugged yes, in. That morph was yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. And 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 it's just the choice of using that music. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. You know, they kind of broke continuity in this episode. That Like, they, they broke it because that means that the classic 60s Enterprise bridge exists now because they've, they've retconned it with Strange New Worlds. You're right. Yes. So now that bridge exists. So at some point, are they on? going to turn the Strange New Worlds bridge into Kirk's bridge? Or what's going on there? I want to know. That's a good one. I'd go with it, too. Yeah, I'm so oh, locked into go Strange New I would go with it. I'd be like, yes, we've got the old bridge back. All right. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw to some comments yeah, before we go do. on to our next. Um, does anyone remember the ensign from TOS? Or was he made up for this episode? That's a great question. I, I think he's generic, know. isn't he? I think he's generic, but I'm not sure. He, he's a red shirt with a history behind his death, apparently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is his name N Sun? That's what they kept saying, N Sun. Yeah, N Sun. Yeah, but he had yeah. an actual name. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. it started with a G, like Garavik or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Gary. Anna, there is no doubt that the show is not just for kids. Oh no, 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 no! Hundred percent, yeah. Anna. Hundred. That's been the yes. big shock to be uh, to be honest with you, Anna. For me, for the whole entirety of this, because it was sold to me, especially as a Nickelodeon kid show. Right. The marketing really drove that home, and and I think I've said to you guys, I've been rattling on about it for a little bit now about the fact that this is so well written, and it's yeah. it's not dumbed down in any way. They're not making cuts because. The target audience are children. They're just right going for it. Wonderful. They are. They are. They are. All right. Um, we got some continuity issues. I agree with Texas Jason. What is their navigation? Yeah, no Texas answer to Jason, that one. I like that. Yeah, and that TX Jason. And then because last week Janeway and Chakotay were talking about the Delta Quadrant. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're all over the place. They're just bouncing yeah. around. Yeah, and I'm going to reverse the the auto uh, the operation order of comments here. Anna Murph is all nice and cozy in his little cocoon. Yeah, then, but what comes out? Right, but here's this is the this is the follow up. It's perfect timing, Jay. Will it turn into a butterfly? Oh, super cute. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't uh, think so. I. I'm, it's going to be interesting what he turns into because who knows? Uh, I well, will miss Murph though. Yeah, I will what, whatever he turns into, I'm gonna miss Murph. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what were we gonna say about Butterfly, uh, Jay? Oh, well, I was gonna get in the whole thing about really if it is to come out, you wouldn't have it as an alien with wings because it doesn't quite work, does it? You need, but then again, in a in, bipedal. Well, uh, well, ironically, I, I love Star Trek and I even watched uh, Discovery, I love Discovery too. And there is a species that they snatched up. Oh, from, yeah, from another quadrant, quadrant that. Is a butterfly bipeds, so that's oh, okay. possible. Yeah, maybe that's okay. Okay, that would Fair be kind of cool. Kind of cool. Um, let's see. Didn't the original series have a planet that redid the 1930s gangster movies called A Piece of the Action? Yes. Because some dumbass forgot to give his movie back. Yes, they did. And it was a great episode. Yeah, yeah Cosmic yes. Mom. You're right. Yeah. So I yeah. most of the Star Trek stuff I've seen with Cosmic Mom. So yeah, I remember. I remember that in. Years ago, when we had the the old school tube TVs, That's uh, a CRTs, ago. yes, yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. which lasted for like twenty years. Too. Yeah, we we probably would still have it if I didn't want to go. But the new TVs are only this big, you know, and then that only lasted five years. But the tube TV was like no. on top of it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna throw to commercial, and we'll be right back. For decades, we've dreamed of traveling beyond our galaxy. This fall. We will. Neptune and back in six minutes. 
of discovery is about to begin. Let's go. Enterprise launches Wednesday, September 26th on UPN. Wow. So early 2000s. Yeah, very much. The music. I see see big things in the future for that series. Seven (laughs) seasons at least. (laughs) It's a good, it's for its time, it's a good promo. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's pretty darn good what they're kind of selling yeah. us at that point. Yeah. And, and RIP UPN. Yeah. You know what? Enterprise, in, in retrospect, a lot better than we realized it was back yeah. whenever it was airing. It has we a were really just in the middle of second yeah. season, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it got really rocky, and then whenever they did regeneration, I think it picked back up. But yeah, yeah it did. It, it had a strong end. It would have been, it's one of those shows, just what if. If they'd given him another couple of seasons, what we would have gotten in the end. Oh, do you know? I know this will kind of go off the rails. Do you know Russell T. Davies was actually actually approached them at one point if the show had gone into a fifth season to do a crossover with Doctor Who? Wow. And it it would have been Christopher Eccleston's Doctor, and they would have done a Star Trek um, Doctor Who crossover. And I would have loved that. All the things that we missed out on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, well, first of all, Russell T. Davies is a great showrunner and writer. Yes, he is. Yeah. And he's coming back, and I'm so happy. Yeah, same. And um, Christopher Eccleston was my introduction. He was re- so great. Reintroduction yeah. to Doctor Who, and he was phenomenal. Every time yeah. I hear that name, though, I just remember him as the villain from Gone in 60 Seconds. And that's disappointing because <laughs> he was an amazing Doctor Who. He was. Yes. And, and, and I wish that would be my memory, my first and, memory. My second memory of him villain making coffins. <laughs> my second memory of him is uh, being the villain in the Thor Dark World. Mm. Oh well, I, not that you could really see or understand. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think of him as emotion. Destro from GI Joe. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Poor wow. guy. He's what, such a great what? actor, and he's remembered for such terrible parts. Yeah. 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 You know what we are, in Captain. We're basically in ten forward hour. Yes. Mm. This is terrible. I like it. All right. This is the section where we throw out to all things that happen within the episode or Star Trek around, uh, around the episode, yeah, around and around. Yeah. No. Keep spinning. Um, yeah. That would have been amazing to have Eccleston and Scott Bakula come together. That would have been amazing because I love yeah. Scott Bakula. That was, he was great. Uh, the one thing about Scott Bakula uh, Enterprise. I never appreciated their theme song until much later in life. I'm sorry, Nito. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I oh, wish I was like, no. I, had to, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> Neither have I. It's a terrible theme song. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you, it, it's been a long time getting from here to there. I've heard, <laughs> since I've heard the theme. I can, I can ban you from the studio, Captain. <laughs> yeah, you have the power. <laughs> uh, and then they said they went. That song, that song is going to bend or break me, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to have faith. Faith of the heart. Uh, they went into the Zindi into issue the... soon, and there was nowhere to go after that. That was like a whole season. Yeah. It was like a whole. I've never seen that in Star Trek, and it's never gonna happen. It was again. a great like, idea, though, to do yeah, that. Oh, no, I wouldn't. thought that they had some very strong episodes come out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. I love like I, 
Yeah, it's just a damn shame that we never kind of that never got really filled out that that show. So yeah, yeah, that's what and it is now. Our friend Nita, you guys are you are two young guys, and then uh, she says nobody's I- ever accused me of that before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely, I'll take that. <laughs> I appreciate the lyrics. The lyrics are very heartfelt. I will give yeah. them that. I will give them that. But it come in at a time where. Grunge had been around in the popular zeitgeist for about 10 years. Yeah. So by then, you know, that type of soft, it, it kind of mutated to this kind of soft rock thing that we got. Yeah. Just, oh, it just felt cringy. And the problem with Star Trek, we've always had big orchestra pieces. Yes, that's the issue. Like, and that's where it feels very odd because, you know, the themes sometimes is the identifying feature of that series. You hear the first few notes of Deep Space Nine. Oh, oh, Deep Space Nine. Right where you need to be emotionally, you're right into the straight away you are locked in, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so that's why it's always been a disappointing thing about Enterprise. Yeah. They did do up the song, though, didn't they, at one point? They they made it worse. They made it worse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, our good buddy that I interviewed at the Comic Con, she's a big fan of Enterprise, and if uh, if she's watching, you know, uh, get in contact with us. We'd love to have you on in the future too. I uh, just remember that one episode whenever they had the whenever they had the zombie Vulcans on that one ship, and the episode opened with like this really great scary sequence where they got to Paul on the ship and she's screaming, and it just yes. shows her face just. Ah! And then it cuts to black. It's been a long road getting <laughs> from there to here. And like, oh, no, 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 no. And I'm sure the directors and the writers were feeling the same way because they wouldn't have say over that. No. They'd be going, oh, we just wrote this really powerful opening and then boom, we kick into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was if they would have had an orchestral opening, it would have kind of blended smoother. Um, my mom is going to reiterate something. Joe's head would explode with a Doctor Who slash Star Trek crossover. Not uh, just well, Joe's. A, not just Joe's. Yeah, I think a lot of people would would, would uh, be quite emotionally in, in joyous raptures over that. Now, uh, so, so, so I'm Doctor- just throwing it out there. Russell T. Davies is back in charge. We now have like five Star Trek series on at the same time. Why not now? Uh, well, here's why. Because Disney now owns... Doctor Who's distribu- uh, distribution rights. He's on Disney. Yes. Yeah, he's on Disney. Plus. And Joe but just hit the things, can the yeah. things can happen. Things can happen. Deals can be made. If if Sony can let Marvel use Spider Man, so Disney can let Paramount use Doctor Who. I celebrate your enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I send you space hugs. <laughs> All right, let's let's hop into future speculation. I ask you, Captain, what conclusion would you draw? Well, obviously, the big uh, speculation is when's Janeway gonna realize that this guy's no good? It's John Hurt, man. He's a villain. Um, John Hurt. Uh, excuse John me. John Hurt's dead, dude. God rest, John Hurt. Uh, yeah, he died a long time ago. <laughs> John Noble. Mister Noble. Yes, J- John yes. Noble. He's John Noble. The villain extraordinary. The steward of Gondor. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the diviner. The, Walter Bishop, diviner, yes. Yes. Oh, Walter Bishop, yes. Yeah, from Fringe, which is another great sci fi show. Great show, yes. Yeah, which also had some Star Trek folk in it. Uh, yes, it did. You know, we had um, Leonard Nimoy was on that. Yes, he was. Yeah. And he had a great part on that show. He did. He did. Um, but yeah, other than we got the Murph set up, 
Because he was sick and now he's turning into whatever's next. Meta Murphy. Yeah, I reckon that's really risky move on their part. Now more I'm thinking about it, I'm going, he's kind of a beloved character. Yeah, as he is. Young kids. Yeah. Isn't that like a real kind of character that they hang on? Right. So I'm a little bit concerned here. They might have made a mistake here killing off a beloved character. Yeah. Because whatever, like Jason said earlier, whatever Murph comes. It's not Murph anymore, more, right? Whatever Murph turns into. Murph's morphs oh, into, yeah. It's yeah, a whole new it's thing, right? different. Yeah. Right? It's Murphed. So. Yes. Yeah, they may have Murphed up big time here, guys. <laughs> My gosh, we've got, we've, we've changed Murph's name to the Smurfs. It's like, oh, Murphing, heck, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We Murphed up, yeah. guys. Yeah. We, we really the Murphed the spooch on the, yeah. this one. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids will be miffed at the Murphin. <laughs> uh, and I just want to ask you guys, what are your future speculations? We'll start with Jay. Uh, look, yeah, I think, obviously, I reckon they're the two things we're, we're probably focused on here is when will Janeway clue in? I would say within the next episode oh. or two. Okay. Maybe I, I, w- I would think the next episode. I don't think you're going to drag along too long because... Like there's a lot to explore there, that storyline. And then, yeah, obviously, I don't. I think we'll see the transformation of Murph, but we won't see what he becomes until the following episode. So Ooh. I reckon my prediction is the end of next episode, he comes out, but we won't actually see it. We'll see the other characters instead, and then boom. We'll... Oh, wow. They're playing the long payoff on that one. I think that's the way you gotta gotta do it. You can't just have next week now. Murph's, you know, got five faces and seven arms. Oh Jesus. <laughs> we can't sell toys like that. I don't work in alien design. <laughs> uh, <laughs> live log and prosper. What do you think? It's live log and prosper. That's what I said. Oh, did you? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh well, there's also another thing that we're waiting on, and that is the the reintroduction of Chakotay. Where is Chakotay at? Dead, <laughs> Dead like really John Hurt. <laughs> oh, really? gosh. Well, I don't know. I don't think we're going to get that lucky. but um, I think he probably would be. I mean, it would be very ballsy if they did that. I don't think they're going to do that, especially not with Chakotay, because you don't kill off a main character off screen. You just don't do it. Well, I mean, uh, we could get a throw, like a, a flashback. Perhaps. What if Murph is Chakotay? What if he pops out of that cocoon and he's like, yeah, he just pops up out of that cocoon and he's like, I'm so surprised to be here. Where am I? My goodness. I'm so terrified. Um, now my, my uh, future speculation, cause I got to thinking they're going to have to get a message to Janeway somehow without sending her a subspace message. So I think that they're going to come across Chakotay and rescue him and, I don't know. Chakotay is going to get picked up by Janeway and he's going to tell him, Hey, no, those kids are actually good. This guy's the douche. Um, How dare you call me a douche? I, I, Whoever you I are. Say you're right there. I think Chakotay's main purpose will play. be, yeah. ah, those kids are cool. He's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. That's his primary function, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then, the, then the diviner can shoot him with a phaser and then no more Chakotay. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm up, just saying. And then, you know what? Next season, we'll kill off the next. We'll kill off Tom Paris next episode. No, next we can keep Tom. Tom's great. No, I Let, like Tom. Let's, let's, let's kill off you. another Let's kill off another ungrateful Trek actor. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. There's a couple of them. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's a few. <laughs> you guys are gonna have to tell me off off camera. <laughs> um and for my future speculation, uh I think that the setup with the past logs of the ensign that perished yeah. was a way to do the flashback scene of having Chakotay no longer be with us, unalived Chakotay. So I think that that could be a big risk and that could be a big payoff. But I, I'm tending to lean toward more towards you guys now after you said, uh, you know what? He's probably going to be the one to be like, hey, no, that guy's bad, you know. <laughs> so I, I probably would agree with you. So I'm going to throw to some comments. Um, Anna, how garbled is the Diviner's memory from his encounter with Zero? It seems pretty messed up. Unless, Unless he's faking. He's Yes, exactly. Unless he's faking it. But I don't think he is. No. At this no, point. So. Yeah, but, he's just, but he's getting he his memory very back. well be without telling the audience. Yeah, at one point while he's recovering. But I don't know. I'm not convinced he knows exactly what's going on again just yet. Yeah. And then. But he could be faking. Yeah, because he's, be he's not a nice guy. I know nope. Not a nope. nice guy. And I think he would deceive. A lot of people. Yep. Not a good person. And then this mm. is also a good one. Did he get assimilated? He meaning Chakotay. Oh, that'd be... If he did, right? And <laughs> you would that have to be a big reveal in an episode, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. You'd have to have the creepy music and then the shocking reveal of him... Assimilated. Yeah, assimilated. But, wow, what a way to go. Right? Oh, my goodness. He avoided the board yeah. <laughs> and the Delta Quadrant for, what, seven years? And then... Oh, That's what you get for being so negative about Star Wars. <laughs> you just become a mindless drone. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we get rid of them. And then the drone oh comes gosh. up. Well, you wouldn't know the difference in the acting. I mean, <laughs> oh, ooh, shots fired. Shots <laughs> fired. Would, would the Borg lower the bar that much, though? I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. We will not assimilate you. We don't need your likeness. Chat. <laughs> yeah, right? We, will, we don't want your likeness uh, to become part of our collective. Bye-bye. Imagine. All yeah. right. Uh, I think we're ready for our favorite segment. Yes, let's do it. It's time for stupid Star Trek questions. All right, big shout out to both the captain and to Live Log and Prosper for putting it out there to the audience and asking for some, some stupid Star Trek questions. And we got a we got a pretty good response, guys. We got a indeed, yeah. My so followers I, are psychotic, I, and I love them. Yeah, yes, awesome. yeah, yeah. Good so stuff. I had to dig through. I want and I wanted to find the question that had the most, you know, profound. <laughs> meaning to it, something that was going to be, you know, really something we'd have to really theologically dig into. So here we go here. This is our stupid Star Trek question. Were you the guy that was talking shit about what happens? Say what? I'm in the middle of a... Hang on, we're right in the middle of a stream here. <laughs> I'll do. Hang on. What happens if you fart in the middle of a transporter beam being started? And that was by MJ Durstein. Again, what happens if you fart in the middle of a transporter beam being started? Don't you love live stuff? Don't yeah. you? Live yeah, it's great. Always interesting. But a great question. And I know I'm joking when I'm saying theologically kind of deep, 
But let's think about this. Of course, the biggest question is, does gas go through the transporter? Mm, well, it, it I think it would because mm. it would probably appear with you as you go because it's 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 an atom, right? And this thing is breaking you down on a molecular level. Therefore, this is my pseudoscience. Therefore, yeah. your atoms would be broken up and then return. Yeah, but a gas would then dissipate, correct? Right. When it comes back, how are you gonna? So and how was, far does it? If the transporter locks onto you as a being, right? Will it then lock onto? So when the the actual light comes down, shouldn't it be a really odd shape from your butt downwards? <laughs> because it would be capturing all that gas. I agree, but it. I would, don't reckon it does. I, I think it does. I think it, I think it, you leave it behind. Wow. So, so I think for, that's your present to the the guy operating the transporter. That's what I think. Wow. That's why Chief O'Brien was so in such a bad mood all the time. Hundred wow. percent. That's what I reckon. Or I can buy into the theory that you take some of it with you within mm-hmm. the radius and leave some behind. So you get you you crop dust is what you're saying. Yeah, you, I mean that is, that is on a galactic level. Wow, ultimate right? crop dusting. Yeah, yeah. So what happened to this planet? I don't know, but it got an increase of methane when you arrived. (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, fits so well with that ultimate crop test. Ultimate, absolutely. Yeah, Um, yeah, but there you go. I mean, what else about it is the fact that here's the question: How much gas do you think people have in the future with their dietary needs? Even junk food would be healthy for you because of the replicators. I don't think people. I don't think there's a lot of farting going on. But there's still probably seltzer water. They would still probably have carbonated drinks, and that leaves a lot of gas internally. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. Drinking people drinking Coke, not Coke, but seltzer. Oh yeah, I think seltzer. Coke's probably gone, but seltzer might still be around. You can't tell me that Klingons aren't cracking them off left and right because all that's, the gawk and stuff that they're eating, they they got to. Yeah, that is true. That's that's the thing that is. It's I'm thinking more from a human perspective and not a. Not an alien yet. The Klingons would be horrible. I mean, the <laughs> smell just walking into the ship would be enough for you to gag, let alone going to their toilets. This is something horrific we shouldn't even be discussing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, got a, we got an answer from the audience that's fantastic. Okay, let's go. Uh, let's oh, go. Goodness. Well, first of all, the audience my, is there. there's nothing like good old mom who takes it a step further. Little poop particles would float behind you. <laughs> oh, just like the blood in Star Trek Six. Yeah, this is not yeah. Klingon. Blood. Oh, <laughs> this is right. not Klingon blood. Oh, that's yeah. not blood. Ooh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. With very, very little small and uh, very little airflow in a small, compact, subtle cabin, that funky smell lingers like an irritating housemate that doesn't pay rent. Farts can hang out. Yeah. Uh, and she said. I googled that and got it off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, to me, I don't know if uh, that's. I think the question is: Does gas go for the transport? To me, that is the question. That'll give I, you a proper answer to it. I think so. I, I think. But so. how's this? Farts can come at any time. What would happen if you were farting as you're being transported? They would be broken up with you and come back, and and here you go, everybody. <laughs> And finish your fart on an class platter. There you go. 
we got a riser. We fired on the way. Be on my kind of. You know how they have the list of game for strange. <laughs> that would be on mine. I would. Yeah, a Star Trek being fired on an M class planet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that. Well, I that, was that was it. A fun one. Yeah, that was a fun one. All right, let's end it. Join us next week for more stupid Star Trek questions. Yeah, that's it. I, I think uh, <laughs> we had a lot of uh, gaseous fun this week. We uh, did. Uh, <laughs> I just want to throw to two more comments before we go. Of course. Yep, sure. Of course, my mom. Oh, oh goodness, yes. Make sure you don't serve beans to the away team. <laughs> Do you think they're sitting around a campfire like Blazing Saddle style? <laughs> yeah, right. In one of those scenes. I I think it wouldn't transport the far. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, Nita. I'm not kind of yeah. You know, uh, Paramount Riders, <laughs> if you're looking for beeline stories to help fill out an episode. We if you want to add a new set of bingo, <laughs> there you are. Yeah, we're gonna start a new yeah a sequel bingo episode. Yeah, oh you no! Go. You would think yeah. Lower Decks would do that. They would do an episode. Yeah, that. Yeah, you maybe know? they will. Maybe they will. Yeah, well, I I think that's gonna wrap it up for our wondrous Beautiful. time in the Captain's Quadrant. Be sure to follow us on TikTok, part of Trek Talk. I'm Dis Dungeon. Uh, Jason below is VHS Jace, and Jason to the side of me. That side somewhere. Uh, is Jason Roy Gaston and our good friend Annie? If she ever returns, she's Vulcan Diver. You can follow her there. <laughs> if she ever returns. She's busy saving the world. She's yeah, busy saving lives. Saving the world. She's like this show is so classy. It is. It is so. Awesome. We are asking all the important questions. Yeah, right? yeah. This is yeah. It's all about Anna. We're going to get to the bottom of what's really important. Yes, know? that's right. And uh, let's face it, we've all asked these questions internally. Now we can. We can, we can enjoy it as a community. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, everyone be well, live long and prosper. Please like, share, and subscribe if you already haven't done so. Yep. And share our show with your friends. And uh, if you're on your way somewhere traveling, be sure to check out our podcast. And if you're listening to the podcast, be sure to check out our YouTube show. We have so much fun. Uh, Jay does such a great job with all the bumpers and, and all the designs. They're really fantastic to look at. And and uh, live log and prosper is a handsome dude, and you guys should check him out. And I'm the captain. So yeah, until next time, I think almost got carjacked on this episode. <laughs> yeah, that. that's yeah. what I was hearing. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> please don't get in trouble alive. Here. <laughs> All right, guys, take care. Thank you. See you guys.